Blog Talk Radio. Feelings got hurt 
Yeah, feelings got hurt. Your butt hurt. And you can get over yeah. it. Yep. <laughs> uh, okay, everybody. That that's our guest, Nin Tran, the C O O of Hire Tool. H I R E T U A L. He's a sponsor of the show. His name is spelled N I N H T R A N. His Twitter name is N I N H T R A N. Zero nine, and you know what? I I was looking for your information today and online. There's a lot of nin trans in this world, so I was going to suggest that maybe you'd like to call yourself Nick Tran, okay? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Just to differentiate yourself, okay. it's a personal brand kind of thing. Nick Tran, I yeah. And you know what? Have, there would um, be. I I told you right. Um, I have a Western world name, Martin. That uh, I got when I was in Czech Republic. So, Martin Tran. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, yeah, and Martin Tran. That, we, we have we have uh, more enough Martins in the world. So, <laughs> okay, I like Nick. It's better. It's closer to your name than Martin. Hmm. But we'll go. Uh, and I wouldn't have to spell it every time. But anyway, let's let's get to the show. Okay, people complain that there's too much chit chat before we get into everything. I know Nin doesn't yeah. like to sing, so there's, oh, there's no song that was today. Mine. That was me. Yeah, okay, thanks. My, yeah, okay. Okay, and here's what, here's what I thought. Okay, we're going to talk about higher tool stuff right off the bat. People are going to say, oh, the animal sold out. He's talking about his sponsor's product. But actually, I have some real questions about it. So if you want to complain, hang up right now. Come back in 15 minutes, okay? Because I was reading a, a, an article, a question on my Facebook group yesterday about high-volume sourcing. This woman's got like 50 uh, job requisitions. She's a corporate recruiter. She was wondering, you know, uh, looking for some tips. And Amy Miller from High, you know, from um, Microsoft, she said that uh, Hire Tool is great for high volume sourcing. She says I do bulk sourcing uh, with Hire Tool, and it's made it so much easier. And she put that in all caps, so I assume she meant it. But I don't know what she's talking about. Can you explain to us why? You know, it's easier with Hire Tool to do a big uh, volume of sourcing. So the Hire Tool Pro version features something called AI sourcing, which is our flagship product. What Amy's talking and that's about what she's is got? exactly that. That's what she's got. And okay. uh, she, when when I talked to her, she said that I put in two hours of of setting the job or the search uh, up, and she got like um, hundred. Uh, 120 candidates per job, and overall, I think she got like uh, uh, 12,000 people out of it in 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 two weeks, just to look at. I think. And that's much more than she was so, getting before. So, yeah, I've, it's vague. Like, yeah, So you're just I mean, saying that your your AI version can it's it's search. You're not telling us like what is it search LinkedIn or does it search multiple sites at the same time? Why does it do it, it searches, faster? Come on, come on! Don't drag sure. this out. Don't make so, a fool of me, okay? You're losing the audience. Uh, so think about it's it this way. I know I am. I, he can't answer the question. I'm asking him a question about his own product. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. But I have to say one thing. I brought you Amy. She asked a question on on the group, and I sent her to you. I asked her if she would yeah. bring me into the demo, and she never included me. But I understand. I forgive you, Amy. Okay. I was talking to this guy, Michael well, well, Krause, yesterday. Wait, wait. I want to. I want to finish that. Let me go. No. Okay. No. no. All right. No, Michael Krauss, he's a fan of yours. Now, he told me, he said he's very strong on the Boolean strings, okay? But he uses higher tool because it makes the search, in his words, so much faster. I don't understand. If he's a really super-duper Boolean string writer, what does he need higher tool for? I mean, isn't that what you do for people? And he also has the uh, premier product, the artificial intelligence uh, product. Why would a yep. guy who's so good at Boolean need you? Hmm. The, the value of artificial intelligence in sourcing is your time. Does that make sense? So ask yourself how, how much time you would sink into sourcing to find 100 people that are qualified that you'd want it to personally reach out to for whatever job you have. Okay, here's what you have to do for the next time you come on. You've got to figure out how to tell people very quickly why the artificial intelligence uh, uh, 
program or option, why that makes it faster. You're not doing a good job of that, okay? And I have to move on. People are going to kill me if I let you just ramble on because you're the sponsor of the show, okay? So let me go on. (laughs) Somebody else asked, it's another one, somebody else asked, using HireTool, if you go to Facebook, can you filter the members of a group by location and education? And you said, yes, you can. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, so essentially you would enforce different filters. Um, essentially put in the group member of recruiters online, and then you put in a location, whatever location you need. And it's pretty straightforward and self-explanatory. We, what about Facebook, education? Like like 30, which which, which uh, yep. items can you put into the filter? Uh, let me check real quick. So you can, oh, it's okay. I know for sure you can do... You can do group member, you can do education, so you can put a degree or a school. Uh, okay. You can also put gender, uh, likes, I don't know. Starbucks, okay, and you don't, you don't uh, have to have, name. you don't have to have, uh, 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 I'm in charge here, okay, not you, okay? I know you pay, but I'm in charge on this show. Okay, <laughs> look, <laughs> look, 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 if, uh, if you use Hire Tool to find out somebody's cell phone number, is it okay, uh, and you've never talked to them before, is it okay to text them as the first contact? Because I think that's what Richard told us last week. Richard Baird was the guest, and I think that's what he does. Is that okay? Um, I would say yes. Why not? As long as well, you, you don't all, do this on a – well. So, so let's talk about it. I would say it's similar to email, right? If you are se- sending and texting on a thousands or millions of scale, probably might want to watch your back a little bit uh, and figure out the uh, the rules and regulations around it. If you're just texting ten people, or at most hundred people, right? I I don't imagine most people who would get phone numbers from Hartwell doing more than that should be fine. Does that make sense? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, and, uh, so follow up. The yeah, the rule of thumb there is: if people don't complain about you, then you should be fine. Okay. And he thinks that it's okay to have your first contact uh, via text because people don't look at emails and they don't answer their phones. So he bangs out two texts immediately, one after the other, and he leaves a voicemail as well. And he says he's improved uh, a lot. And he learned how to do it on this show, I should mention. Okay, is it okay to cold call Hmm. people on the weekend at home? Someone was asking that. I think yes, it is. What do you think? For sure. You get their private, you get their home number. I mean, go ahead, Jerry. It it really depends on. No, don't call people on the weekend. Come on, man. Gosh. That that needs no further explanation. Really? Uh, come on, yeah, Lindsay, don't, take them on. Don't don't call me on the weekend, you scumbag. Well, I mean, ruin my I would, Saturday. I probably would have called Jerry after that, but uh, I'm, I'm pro- probably you can call still going to call man. folks, especially. <laughs> <laughs> there, well, there you go, right? We're friends. Um, friends call friends, okay? Yeah, yeah. Salespeople uh, need to stick to the Monday through Friday. But, but what if it's a like second. a recruiter that uh, that is pitching you like an executive search role? Would you want him to call you on Saturday? Uh, no, I want thanks. to call people on Sunday because no, you know, I don't work no. on Sundays. But. Uh, don't don't call me after nine o'clock uh, at night either. What animal? You think it's okay to call people at midnight? If, if you have to, yeah. If you have to, Seriously? it's not a practice. I... <laughs> no, I mean if you well, if there's a certain certain time that you cut off your phone calls in uh, the evening, which to me is uh, nine o'clock. That's American. Okay, that's the American uh-huh. cutoff time. Anyway, okay. it's the, the same thing the as calling on a Saturday. Call, call me on Saturday as best, call me at midnight. The best time to okay. call is Wednesday and Thursday, uh, mm-hmm. after, around four to seven p.m. Mm-hmm. When you call later, really? maybe six. Yep, six to nine. Then you get to talk to um, higher level folks, the decision makers, as they call it. We're talking about uh, calling in on company business phone lines. Or mobile phones. Yep. Either one. Yeah, uh, mobile phones. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I think but we're going to stay out there. 
there's all kinds of people complaining about calling them at work, Jerry. So obviously they want you to call them at home. And, you know, so you're either going to call them at night or you're going to call them on the weekend when it's all private for them. They'll probably complain. Don't oh, you called me at work. You called me at home. You know, you can't win with yeah. these guys. But 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 now is is home just now another word for anywhere outside of their desk? I guess. Like so, if you're yeah. calling a cell phone, and the guy's at McDonald's, do you yeah. consider that calling him at home, <laughs> or are you calling him at McDonald's? Yeah, I would. I would. Anything no, what I'm saying is, work is there is no call him at work or call him at home because you're always calling them in their pocket, their phone. Yes. So, First call. So, so why label you know, the problem call? is just calling. Most people don't call anymore. That's the problem. Oh, is that true? So, is that true? Yep. Yep. Most people email. Okay. Is it, yeah. Does anybody uh, anybody else want to get in on this? Does somebody have a comment? That's an easy, you know, you don't have to be a genius to comment on this. You can be a beginner and have an opinion. Anybody else? Oh, yeah, my no? opinion is nobody ever complains when I call them. Well, who would? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really? Yeah, does anybody compl- does yeah. anybody get any complaints when you call them? Yeah, Molly, like, on the okay, phone. But, we you know, boys, how can you complain, right? That's true. That's true as well. But Maureen and Jer- Jerry and I had a, uh, an argument about you last week, I think, when you were sometime when you weren't answering, and just. Even if you call up a company and you say, I'd like to speak to John Smith, the, the receptionist uh, many times is going to say, who are you and why are you calling? Maureen says she never gets that. Never. I cannot I believe okay. that, Maureen. Before, okay, before you okay, further this lie, think about it. You're on a, you're on a global show right now, right. and this is okay. taped for forever. Okay. Stop. I I don't say I never get it. I don't okay. usually get it. Mm. I've told Animal that. I don't <laughs> usually get it. He skipped some of those key words. Usually, don't <laughs> don't usually to him is never have, swear to God, never once. Okay. It's almost never. <laughs> it don't entirely, usually is almost never. Okay, it entirely me, depends Martin. on how you approach that gatekeeper. Okay, I, so I call up and I say, may I speak to so-and-so? Who no, you're asking what for are you permission, bad, bad thing. Put you me through to uh, Randy, please. Come on, animal, that's just basic stuff. No, uh, Nin, Nin, Nin Tran. Are you there? Nick. Yeah. Nick. Yep. Okay. What no. do you do when Mark. that happens? When you, when you call someone up, do they ask you why, you why do you want to call? Who are you and why do you want to call? Yeah, I, I always call and say, Maureen has reached out to me before, and she said that she's interested in talking to me, so I wanted to reach out and talk to her. Is she available right now? Hold on. Have that... you told them already? That, have you told them that you're a recruiter? Who are you telling this to? Sounds like he, that's the spousal or uh, BFF discussion. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about well, I, the, the receptionist, the they, gatekeeper. You sure. call up so and you they, want to speak to Maureen Sheriff. Yeah, okay, no, Martin they, was they, talking they, about his experience reaching somebody on a home landline after 730. I'm confused. Don't Am I right? Am I right, Maureen? I'm not sure where, who, what, when he's calling. Let's start on a clean slate, Nin, you're making a call to a company, and you're asking for um, Joe Smith. How do you do it? Ring, ring. Hi, this is ABC Company. <laughs> ring, ring. This is Maureen. <laughs> May I help you? Hi, Maureen. This is Nin. I wanted to reach out to you and see if I can talk with Joe. I know that uh, we've talked together and he was interested before in chatting with me, so I wanted to give him a call. Is he available at, th- at this moment? Man, that's you're opening Pandora's box there right out the gate. I'm sorry. Nin. I'm going to give you Nin. an app on that. Stick with software. Nin, what is Joe's last name? Uh, Joe something. I forgot. Okay, actually. okay. You're in trouble. <laughs> you're in trouble. Do you see why? Got it. Yes. Okay. Um, and well, why, I know it threw this at why, you unexpectedly. I mean, I know why he's in trouble, because, but for, for the because greater the gatekeeper would ask me what is his last name. 
Right, and you just told her that he had reached out to you, so you're in trouble. Um, and to my to animal, I've told him many times before when you call. I, a couple things: she said her name, say her name to her, and you did. That was very good. Um, but two, um, when you ask for a name, identify yourself, and you did, which was very good. But ask for the person by name, and you did, but you didn't give the whole name. And he just said way that too much. True. And he you said, said way too much. Entirely just too much. Just keep it very yeah. simple. Jerry's right. Would be my advice. You invited, Thank like you. Jerry said, a pa- you opened a Pandora's box. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the show's getting off track here, Animal. Are you that starved for material, Animal? No, 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 I think this is a, a very basic thing. I was reading on your Facebook group, Jerry, the people were discussing the trainers they're talking, you know, to talking to. Mm, I Don't must tell have me that, that you, and Ma- you and Maureen and Nin, Nin you know, he, he's a software guy. He's a fantastic recruiter. I'll bet you he's made way more money than most of the people uh, listening or that I we know sure he has. just recruiting software guys. Okay? I could tell by so, his uh, way he manhandled the gatekeeper there. <laughs> But this guy but, is clearly, but the point clearly is, a multi-million dollar biller. Well, wait a minute. The point is, if he's getting asked these questions, that's why. So just clean it up, shorten it up, and you won't get asked these questions, I promise. Sure. No, I don't believe you. I mean, you might not get asked those questions, but I get asked those questions. And i got to right. tell you. All what right, Animal. Let's do it. Everybody gets asked it. these questions more Ding-a-ling-a-ling. than rarely. This is more ding-a-ling-a-ling, ABC Corporation, may I help you? Who's who? Hi, can I speak? Can I speak to Nin Tran, please? Uh, who's calling? You didn't identify yourself. Yeah, I never do. Well, you should. Recruiting animal. Hi, this is recruiting animal. Can I <laughs> speak to Nin Tran, please? Animal, just, animal. Jerry just said. Who's you calling? You didn't identify yeah. yourself. Who's calling? Now, really, recruiting animal. animal? Come on. That is my name on this show. Don't challenge me, okay? <laughs> I will cut you off. I have the power here. I'm the gatekeeper. You're right. You're and, right. You're right. Maureen, okay, okay, isn't it? Isn't, isn't ABC it really... Corporation, this is Maureen. May I help you? May I speak to Nintran, please? Mm, you didn't say my name. You didn't Let's say Can I do it? Can I do it? Yeah. You do it, Jerry. You yeah, take okay. over. Good morning, Maureen. Hey, I'm doing this. Okay, okay. answer the phone line. Oh, Jerry, you're just going to make me melt like butter. <laughs> oh, no, go ahead. I did, you say your na- did you say your name, <laughs> honey? coming, but go ahead. Let's do it. <laughs> ABC Corporation. You start. Maureen, you start. Go ahead. ABC Corporation. This is Maureen. May I help you? Good morning, Maureen. This is Jerry Albright. Could you transfer me to NIN, please? Yes, one moment. Thank you. You little, you little kitten. <laughs> That's not fair. Easy. I'm going to start charging money for this. <laughs> but, but right. Jerry See, did what not you do say with... Nin's last name. Nothing really. That wasn't fair. But <laughs> you, 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 okay. you, you disarm them by answering the question that they're supposed to ask every time. You answer that in advance. Yeah, with his name. And it clicks right past. Come on, animal. But half the time they will say, can I tell her what this is about? Or what's the call concerning? I mean, half the time they do that, no matter how smooth yeah. they are. I mean, let's no, be real. I'm not kidding. And then you got to say something like, well, I'd rather address that with, with me, Nan, if you don't mind. No, most of the time they don't to me, Jerry. Hmm. I'm not kidding about that. Hmm. And what do you say? Well, yeah, I'm going to have you start making some calls for me Nine times out of ten, they don't. Eight nine times, times out of ten? Don't. Yeah, Jerry. Fly. What do you what do you say? So then you say, "I'm not telling you. It's it's me and him. But it's my my business, not yours." That's uh, a lot of, you, you know, I don't have a standard thing that I say, which is why I always get into a difficulty doing these role play things, because it always has to do with really what did they just ask me? How did they ask me? How did they respond when I said, "Maureen, this is Jerry Albright. Could you hook me up with Nin, please?" It, it all of it. It's all the chemistry of the whole call. And if she says, can I tell him what this is about, I'd say, I'd really rather tell him myself. 
<laughs> and then, you know, and if she wants to dig further, oh, then, goodness. you know, maybe I'll say, you know, it's it's actually a, a personal call. I'm sorry. And then okay. if she keeps pressing me, I'm just going to hang up. I'll probably Can yell I... at her. I'm like, ah! just hang up. <laughs> Can I offer something? <laughs> Can I offer something that I say nowadays sure. that I never yeah. used to say? Uh, a long time ago, a recruiter said to me, when I used to say, what do I say? What do I do when she asks me, what's this about? Um, and early on, when I was first being trained in this, um, somebody said to me, just hang up. It's just a telephone. Just hang up. And so I would do that. I would hang up, and then I would feel really bad because I hung up on somebody. But one time, an old grizzled recruiter said, "Just Maureen, just tell them the truth. Tell them that you're working on a recruiting job. And so one, I was working on a recruiting job, and I was really frazzled, and a gatekeeper said, well, what's this about? And I just blurted out, well, I'm working with a recruiter on a job for blah, 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 and I would like to speak with him to see if he knows anybody that's looking for a job. And she went, just one moment, and put me right through. From that point forward, that's what I say. Mm. And it works uh-huh. like a charm. Okay. You know what? So, so actually, you actually asked. Oh, I'm trying to recruit one of you guys. <laughs> you could and do then, that too, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and they put you through. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Nobody listening to the show believes that, but we'll leave it there. Okay. I'm going to do an ad for my <laughs> other sponsor, PC Recruiter. Nin is the super duper sourcing tool and my other sponsor is marty snyder from pc recruiter and you know what there's a lot of talk in the news everywhere about diversity and inclusion so i want to tell you something my sponsor pc recruiter is the most diverse and inclusive recruiting software around and you know why because size doesn't matter at pc recruiter and if you hear a sexual innuendo in there that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about size of company okay big what kind of sexual innuendo would that even be i don't jerry don't go there okay as if as if we're all supposed to know or get the inside that's is that where, some kind of canadian yeah, joke that's that's where it came from. Size doesn't matter. It's a sexual joke. Wow. About okay. male sexuality. You don't know maybe that? Maybe you. New, that's a new one for me. You're okay. Hey, well, maybe sorry. Sorry. I didn't mean to. Sorry. 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 <laughs> so today we've got butt hurt and size butt. doesn't matter. A couple yeah. of new terms uh, sweeping the world, I guess. I've been saying it for a while. Wow. Actually, it's been popular. It's been popular. It's an old joke here. Okay. But let me get back Canadian. to that client of mine, my sponsor, PC Recruiter. Big or small, they fit them all, okay? That's what they say. A PC Recruiter, they make software that can be used by big recruiting teams and small recruiting teams. That's right, friends. No one is excluded at PC Recruiter. You can be a solo recruiter who only uses a few of the features, or you might be a giant company that uses Everything. Either way, PC Recruiter loves you, and they want to take care of you and cuddle you, okay? Everybody gets good service. Doesn't matter about your size. That's what I want you to remember. So do me a favor and check them out at PCRecruiter.net. And I am very happy that my two sponsors love each other, okay? And they are seamlessly (laughs) integrated. If you do a search on a higher tool, you can import all the uh, content, all the data straight into uh, PC Recruiter. I'm right about that, aren't I, uh, Nin? Yes, you're right. Nin? It's yeah. seamless. Now, what, whoever you find in our system can be directly and seamlessly pushed into PC Recruiter. Okay. Now, and there's as a, a matter guy, of fact, Mike, Michael uh, Cruz is using it. That okay, way. Mike uses PC Recruiter and higher tool. Great. Okay. So uh, this guy named Gene, he supported something I said on my Facebook group. He said that a researcher or a sourcer, whatever you want to call him, must have access to the hiring manager. Otherwise, 
the 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 process is just like broken telephone. You've got a client uh, relationship manager who you know asks a few questions, but none of the nitty gritty sourcing questions, and then dumps the search on the sourcer who doesn't have enough information to work with, okay? And Gene says, let the real experts talk to the hiring manager and gather the requirements, not just the client relationship manager. Do you agree, Nin? Uh, no, I don't agree because I, if, as a sourcer, as a full-cycle recruiter, I can't imagine not having access to the hiring manager, uh, having his time and his expertise to explain the role uh, more intimately than just write a j- job description, right? It's it's kind of, you know, having hiring managers time is kind of like air for us, right? If you don't have it, you can't breathe. You, you, you won't be able to successfully make or find the right person if you're just talking about the sourcers. If you're getting it from, if you're getting your information uh, from someone secondhand who's not the hiring manager who doesn't really understand the role, right, then you're getting secondhand information. And most likely okay. what's going to happen is the, the, the whole sourcing to hire process, the whole sourcing to, uh, to present uh, and down the road is just going to be longer because of it. I agree. Okay. You said you don't agree with me, but you do agree with me. Okay. I think it's an obvious truth, but it usually doesn't happen. I've worked on many searches with uh, big companies, and it's the person who sells the search who goes into uh, the company and uh, tell you know he, he sort of wants to impress them all the time, doesn't like asking yeah. a lot of questions because it might show that he doesn't know everything and, and he's worried that's going to erode their confidence in him. That's not the kind. Yeah. Once you've got the search, you can't play those games. You've got to get a real person who's going to do the search to go in there, just like you said, and ask all the real search-related questions. Okay, so we're done there. But at the okay. same time, um, I, I kind of see this, the other side as well, right? that a company would want to have an account manager that has an existing or long-term relationship with the hiring manager. They know him. And from my experience, right, the better relationship that you have with the hiring manager, the the easier placements are made. And we all know that hiring managers are 50% of, of the pain in recruiting, right? Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, but the, I, my, my claim is the client relationship manager is a kiss-ass. That's the role for his or her position, yep. okay? <laughs> Hand-holding and stuff like that. They don't want to ask yeah. questions that have to be asked. I know Jerry, Jerry yeah. left, I guess. I know Jerry disagrees with me. No, I'm right uh, here, man. I'm right here. Yeah, so you're agreeing with me now? No, not necessarily. I mean, sure, I always <laughs> like to talk to the hiring manager, but there are times when I just don't get to for whatever reason. And if I have someone in there as an ally that really does know what they're talking about, a lot of the talent department people now are very versed in uh, the roles and company projects and skill sets and culture and all that. And if I have a history of uh, making hires with those people, I mean, I've, I've made hires for years with companies and never have spoken to the hiring manager. So there. Okay, well, you, you said all kinds of conditions. I said you're dealing with a client relationship manager who's selling the search. You shifted it over. You're dealing with internal recruiters. Who I have shifted a good it over to, am position. I talking to someone in there that knows what's going on? Is the, question, uh-huh. is the question, can you make a placement if you never talk to anybody that knows anything? Is, is that the question? <laughs> I mean, who, who would disagree with that? Right. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, there's a lot, there's a lot of searches being run like that because the information is coming back to the research team. The information is coming back from a salesperson who doesn't want, doesn't know the questions, or doesn't want to ask them either. Yeah, a lot because of people don't make any this, money in this business too. So, but you okay, know, Jerry well, and uh, Animal, a lot of hiring managers they don't even know what they want, so they just know that they want to hire and they change the reg on you. Uh, like month later or after you submit a couple people and they'll realize, oh, we actually need more senior people or actually we need someone who who can do scripting and so on and so forth. So, you know. How come? 
How come they don't know what they need? Because they're not they're not experts mm-hmm. in recruiting. They're not um they Yeah, but they're that's their let's team. Say, let's say I mean, yeah, I mean, look at um you you become a software engineer and you do your work, you uh kind of master your art uh of building things and then you become a engineer manager and that assumes that you you know you're a kind person and you know how to make your team happy and motivate motivate them. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you know how to build your team. So that's a completely separate skill from that. And oftentimes um, uh, there's projects that are ambiguous. They change all the time, Uh, especially if you – and when I did recruiting, I did it with small startups. So they needed 10 people instead of one. So the requirements often change. Uh, from time to time, if it was a man, uh, if it was a hire manager that didn't know his stuff. Okay, we're not going uh, enough, 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 enough. Yep. Okay, I don't. Okay. I, I'll just leave it at that. I don't understand <laughs> how someone can manage. I don't understand how someone can manage a team and not know how to build the team. Although I know for a fact that you're right that they these guys uh, supply you with moving targets a lot of the time. Come you're on, animal. Yeah. Project management and leadership doesn't necessarily qualify someone to interview well and to seriously man you can't see why those are different skill sets no i can't you're you've got a team that's doing something and you see that you need somebody to fill a certain role to get a certain job done and you and, and then you're going to change the spec later on what's the reason for that i don't understand it man I can't, and it happens I, I, I a lot can't go there today with you okay you 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 bust you bust your butt your butt hurt yourself looking for somebody to meet what they said you're so happy you go back yeah. in with it and then they change it oh maybe I need this instead screw you no way okay Jose <laughs> man you must be a big you must be a big success I mean I just that's the feeling I get from you am I, am I right well, Dude, I, I really here's, here's well the one here's the one constant in recruiting, okay? And I'm going to share this with you for free. That it's changing the whole time you're going through the process, and if you're not staying on top of the changes, mm-hmm. it changes because people move around. They decide they might have some customer meetings, and then they, they decide, oh hey, we're not even going to do that anymore. Let's go hire somebody that can help us do this other thing. I'm going to use my rec for that position. Things change on the on the daily, and our job isn't to be pissed off because something changed. And you and I have covered this before. You're the guy that two weeks later drags in the resume of the guy they wanted to hire two weeks ago, and you're pissed because you didn't stay on top of it. Oh, you're doing the same thing you just did a few minutes ago. What? You made a straw man. I, I straw created man. a situation. Yeah, yeah. And you answer... You know, I say, why are they changing their spec? And you're and you're making up a story. Oh, their client changed the requirement. Not their so client. Naturally, they you, have to you, change. You it. do know that companies have internal customers for all of their services, right? Do you yeah. know that? Okay, so I their customer what? is still in yeah. the company. It's yeah. all the same place. Okay, well, God, customer. I can't believe I have to explain this stuff to you. You didn't answer any questions. You make up stories to make yourself sound smart. That's what you do. Okay. No, I didn't. <laughs> I did. I, I didn't make up any story. Yeah, you did. Stuff okay. changes. Our job that's is to not, stay on top of what's changing. Reason, that's not the reason why these airheads change their job orders, okay? And then agreed with me you that they don't know what they're doing. contempt for your customers. I can't believe that anybody works with you on a professional level. Not everybody likes to, okay? (laughs) Small small wonder there. (laughs) Now here's talking about consistency. Here's a guy who's making a lot of money. He's our new friend, Tyron, over in Japan. And here's what he said. He said, and I know Jerry's going to agree with this. He said, you want to influence candidates? You get them to repeat their commitments and expectations over and over again. I think this is what Amy says, too. He says, every time you talk to them, 
repeat to them what they said before. It's harder for a candidate to go against things they have repeated over and over again. So if they tell you they want $150,000, you check that with them again and again so they can't pull a $200,000 trick on you later on. Jerry, do you agree with that? Sure. Why not? Nin? But not every single time. I mean, it depends. It depends say, on how did they say it the first time, and what do you know yeah. about them? I mean, God, you, you look for these absolutes, man, and there are none in this business. Nin. No, in the dis- discovery stage with candidate, you should be asking these questions mm-hmm. in the first place, mm-hmm. right? If you don't, then you know you're you're opening a Pandora's box for later on in the process. Now, yeah, but what having said, the candidates repeat ahead. them, sure. I, I wouldn't say, you know, I wouldn't say let them repeat it 50 times, 100 times. I think three times <laughs> is enough. Uh, as long as, as long as, um, as long as, I mean, it, it really depends. you got to figure out what's important to them first before, you know, you repeat, is this okay? Is 150K okay? Or is 180K okay? Or is, you know, this commute okay for you? Uh, and as long as everything's okay and you hit the right buttons and get the real reason why they want to move or would consider this at all, right, then you have a good chance of closing that person. Uh, closing is is really about um, understanding where the person's coming from and, uh, hold on. Hold on. and being present. Hold on. I'll tell you what present. closing is. Oh, oh. Hold on. <laughs> Amy, uh, here's what Amy says. Here's what Amy says. Sure. She gets all yeah. this information from them at the front, and at the back end, she throws it in their faces, essentially. That's what closing is all about. And so uh, mm. this guy, Tyron, this guy, Tyron, he says, don't wait till you get to the end to throw it in their face. Throw it in their face constantly during the throw process. Throw it in their it's face? Yeah, it's essentially, yeah. The words that you use just make me wonder, how do you do this business? It's a pretty close. You know what? I wish I was as tough as Amy. When these guys start acting up with her, they say, what about this? Isn't this what you said was the reason you wanted to move? Isn't this what obviously you said, how much money you need? Okay? So what this tyrant is saying you know, pre-close, constantly. Give a trial close all the way through so there's no surprises in yeah. the end. Okay. Um, do you, do you set, want to do setting one? right expectations? Yeah, you already said enough process. about that, Nin. Uh, 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 look, we talked <laughs> yep. a lot about All Hire right. Tool in this show. <laughs> we talked a lot about Hire Tool in this show so far. But if you want to do an ad for Hire Tool, now's your chance. All right, folks, come get a demo with me with Hire Tool. What it can do is it can reduce your time on sourcing about 70 to 90 percent, depending on who you look at. We don't rip people off. We have competitive pricing. It's actually really good. We give you a ton of contacts to find. Like everyone says that they have the best product and the best data. Who's banging? Uh, just, the guy's doing be. an ad. Stop that banging, okay? That's Maureen. I just invite you to to come and see it for yourself. Okay. Good. H i r e t u a l. Nintran, N-I-N-H-T-R-A-N. Maybe it'll be Nick in the future, okay? Not Martin. Nin, do you guys have a theme song or anything? No, he doesn't uh, have one. He doesn't like to sing. No, we don't have Go one. Go ahead. Well, you should get one. Okay. He likes hymns. <laughs> he told me he, he likes hymns, okay? <laughs> Maybe we can take the tune. Well, actually, the tune. Uh, we, Go ahead. We just recently hired Dan, Dan Larson, and yeah. he's into music, yeah. so I might ask him for something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fine. H i r e t u l. Okay. Should a company, you know, we're always talking about should a candidate accept a counteroffer, but should a company make a counteroffer? This is somebody who's not satisfied where he or she is. You know, they're going to go somewhere else. Is it reasonable to make a counteroffer to to somebody like you're you're a, you know an executive in a company? Then would you make a counteroffer to someone who said, you know, I'm going to leave? Uh, how bad do I want the person to stay, right? <laughs> if I don't, then no. If I do, then I might consider it. Does that make uh-huh. sense? 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so have reasonable. You, have you ever made a have you ever made a counteroffer? No. Uh, no. I usually let people go if they're ready to go. Uh huh. But theoretically, you might. That's what you're saying, right? Um, I I might yeah. if if uh, if you know it's not a jerk or obviously if if the person is a superstar, works great on a team. We all love him, and, and um, there's obviously he he or she brought in a lot of value throughout the time, and I would like to continue working with them. Then I would I would do make an counter offer for sure. What would you offer them? More money? Depends on the circumstances, but uh, uh, generally I would match the offer and um, and talk to them and use my relationship. Let's say if okay. wouldn't you uh, if think there's the something wrong? Hold on a yeah. second. Before we move on, wouldn't you think there's something wrong with your relationship in that all of a sudden this person you thought was happy is come up with something else? You know, if that's the case, then I'll let them go. Does that okay. make sense? If if it's not the case, right, uh, 50% of people leave because of relationship with hiring managers, some sort of trouble there. But uh, the other would be you know, for other reasons, so, you know, lots okay, of moving on. Job, moving on. No I want to, I want to get this question from Jerry. I want to get this question from Jerry. Okay. I got it from Jerry's group. I think, how can you tell that a resume is padded? This woman said, who's, 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 who is that? Who is that? Got it. I don't I know why, but I think it's Alan. I'm just, I'm just feeling like that's Alan. <laughs> Doesn't he have okay. kind of Let a history of doing up. that? I don't know. Was that his voice you heard a second ago? I don't know. Oh, I, I think I know. I think I know. Jeez. It's Maureen, 415. It's almost. Who's 703? Is that Alex? 415 is me. Oh, that, that, okay, yeah. Seven, I think it was 703. I think it was 703. Okay, I'll open everybody else up. I'm sorry, everybody. This is, you know, I, I had a hard time me. getting on my stuff. Okay, I know I didn't turn you off, Maureen. I didn't even accuse you. Don't be paranoid, okay? So, look, here's what she says. Okay, here's what she said. No, he didn't. I am looking for an Angular developer, and 99%, she says 99% of the people I've been talking to have a padded resume. How do you tell? Because I know uh, I know Jerry has said he said uh, how many of us are in a position to uh, technically evaluate a person's true skill set and translate that you know into uh, so so how, how can the average recruiter figure out that a resume of an Angular developer is padded? Any any information there? Or is it just that I don't even know what an Angular developer is. Is that is that the reason that looks like a significant thing to me? Hmm. Jerry, I'm not interested in the topic, so I'm not going to answer. <laughs> okay, moving on. No. Moving yeah. on. I, I, I've, yeah, okay, I'll move I'll, on. I'll move I would on. say just cro- cross-reference the guy. Cross-reference the guy. Use Hartrell, use LinkedIn, use Facebook, use whatever you can find. Okay, now I saw you, I saw you uh, saluting everybody. You're going to SourceCon quite soon, right, Nin? Yeah? Yep. Nin? Excited. Yeah. What, yes. What is the value? What's the value of networking at a conference? Obviously, you it's a sourcing conference. You've got a sourcing tool. But for the average person, uh, is there a lot of valuable business being done at these conferences? What's the value there? No. Uh, you wouldn't go to conferences like these for business development. You would go to conferences like these to learn. To learn what? Does that make sense? To learn no. how to source on, you know, different tools, or you can meet one of us, or you can go into hackathon, kind of gauge where you where your sourcing skills are. They teach mm-hmm. you. Uh-huh. Uh, one of my favorite favorite topics at SourceCon is how to engage with candidates, how to increase your response rate, for example, how to draft. Well, a, give us something about that. What is there something about that yeah. that you could tell us? How to engage with candidates? Is there something good about that? Uh, yeah. Is there a good I mean, trick that you've, just like tell us the, something you've learned? 
So the idea is find something intimate, more intimate about uh, the candidate and put that into the message. Not like don't don't overdo it, but of, of course check mm-hmm. out like their charity preferences or they like the same movie as you on Facebook or um, something. Put it in. Talk about you, something uh, oh, real. Oh, let me ask. Are you just are you just saying that or do you do that? Okay. Seems dumb I don't to me. do that actually. <laughs> no, my I, goodness. I write, uh, I write a template that, um, for example, I can read you my last template actually. Um, so I say hi, first name. You don't know me, but my name is this. I would like. Uh, I like what I read about you enough that piqued my curiosity to reach out. You see, I have this one spot on my team right now, and I would like to give it to someone who is on a mission and simply cares a lot about people, blah, blah, blah. Make sense? And, people and that's hiring that. for your own company. That's hiring for your that's own hiring company. For myself, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, I'm going to do my second PC recruiter ad, and then we're going to wrap up the show another five minutes after that. Okay, the other day, everybody... On my Facebook group, a guy named Steven Schwartz said, PC Recruiter offers great support and features that help me make placements. That's the word you're interested in, placements. He said the money was worth it. I paid, but I'm getting good value. Here's Nick Mazur. I hope he still listens when he's running because, you know, Sister Allison Cruz told me just today she's going to listen to this show, and she wants to hear her name mentioned. So if Nick wants to hear it, here it is. Nick says, we use PC Recruiter, and I love it. I've demoed a ton of systems, and PC Recruiter has the most robust features. For me, there's a sexual innuendo in there, too, with that word robust, and I like it. It's not hardcore, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and and Paul Lippman, who was on the show just a couple of weeks ago, he called in, and he, and he was really good. I hope he's a guest sometime. He says, uh, about the show, he says, I must admit, I have to turn down the volume, but I find the show informative and entertaining. Finally, someone says something nice, plus, he said, I like hearing my name in the promos. What he means is he's a user of PC Recruiter, and he likes it because he thinks it's very flexible. And he's a solo recruiter, okay? He's a solo. He uses PC Recruiter. So you go out and check it, too, at PCRecruiter.net. 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 Okay, I'm talking like Maureen now. Yeah, <laughs> okay. What about candidates who are resentful? Okay, Ima- here's, let, me, let me read something. Imagine the frustration uh, a candidate feels after you cold call her. Like I said in the beginning, you cold call her about a job. She gets excited. You know, you're, you're trying to get her excited about your position, and then you come back and tell her the hiring manager doesn't want to see her. Okay? <laughs> what happens then? Nin, what's, what's she going to be thinking? And- um, you know, spend some time on the phone, maybe five minutes to to listen to her. And that's all you can do. Listen to her what? Cry or what? I mean, yeah. If she wants to cry, if she wants to yell at you, do whatever uh, you want. You're doing it. Uh, you're doing it. Take one for the team. <laughs> okay. If she said, "Don't call me again. I don't like the way you uh, you operate," would you call her back? If you had another position, nope. and you thought suited her. If someone's no, going to really? tell you to uh, to not call, then just yeah. move on. There's a lot of people in the world. It's shocking, that you can shocking, then, that somebody would. <laughs> no, I would call her back. Uh, Seriously? Would. I, I okay, don't know. and then are you with her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, look, don't be wow. like that. I said, this might be a good position for you. It's just the way the world works. You know, I can't tell, you know, guarantee that the hiring manager is going to uh, – is going to be, uh, you know, uh, amenable. Even if we know as professional recruiters, even if they say something yesterday, this is what they're looking for, we'll bring them the exact, exact right, correct person. They change their minds. We just talked about that two Animal. minutes ago. You tell Can I ask? What? Have you what? ever had somebody so pissed off that they tell you to never call them again? I mean, has this mm. ever actually happened to you? Because my guess no, is no, it hasn't. So why do we talk about this kind of crap? <laughs> Seriously, it's never happened. I mean, 
Well, I mean, I, I've had, you live in a world of so, theoretical so here, stuff here's, that has um, never happened. Here's here's what happened, okay? Uh, you pitch your you pitch your job, and then someone comes back to you, hey, I make three times as much, you know, and they cuss at you. So uh, I've mm. seen someone responded, okay, do you have uh, do you have like a um, what is your your best insult that you can throw at me? Mm. Don't take it personal. Oh really? Just you know, you know go, Nin's, yeah, Nin's go got along a point. with it. We- Nin's got a point. We see these complaints all the time. Oh, the recruiter should have known that I was making so much money. How could they come to me with something that's so far below uh, what I'm earning? Can he tell from my LinkedIn profile what category I'm in? People, Jerry, (laughs) are... They are dishing out this kind of information, not necessarily in the exact situation I I said. Not to me, I guess. Maybe I'm just a little smoother and more professional. Yeah. Ooh. Maybe it's because <laughs> I don't want people to not like me. I do care that people like me. And maybe that guides me in such a fashion that I'm not pissing anybody off. And people don't tell me to never call them again. Hmm. Maybe there's something to yeah, that. Okay. okay, well, Jerry, do you ever have a situation where you have to ask somebody some tough questions and they're sure. dodging the answers? Don't you press them for the answers? Sure, in a smooth, cool way. Give me an example. What does that mean, smooth? Just people, people with the salary stuff, or I mean, any of it. I can't. Give me an example. It happens all I the time, dude. No, let me hear it. Let me hear it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on, Jerry. Ask a salary question. Ask yeah, I want to hear what's smooth. I want to hear what's smooth. It's a case by you have it's a, also a case by case. Voice. I mean, you're, you're no, asking you're, me for an example. No, hold on. You're asking me to show an example of not being a dick. Well, man, there's there's a billion examples of that. So my mind can't picture a good enough example for you for it to even make sense to you. So that I, I'm 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 at a loss. Just don't no, be a dick. It, I mean, geez, what Jerry Maureen, are you with me here? Uh, what animal? I want a hundred thousand. You know something? Actually, what? Actually, I posted. Uh, a few good examples, I think it was in your group, of you asking a question and me asking the same question. You say to your customer, hey, look here, buddy. This is what you told me. Now you're changing everything. Well, screw you, bud. That's you. He did post some good examples. And then I say, I must have overlooked that the first time we spoke. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> can, can you help me make a few more notes on this so I can keep us moving in the right direction? Yeah. So we, we, see the right? difference? <laughs> yeah, you're letting the guy you see walk the difference, over. animal? Yeah, yeah you're letting the so guy walk So there's your specific you. example. You're you making yourself a, a, a doormat. You, you're making yourself a doormat, and you know what? Again, again, I will throw this out to you or anybody. Show me your last 10 years of corporate returns. And then we'll see who's making who look like what. Yeah, okay. A second ago, you said this happens all the time with salary. So instead of saying, this is what I think Jerry's talking about. A guy says, I'm, he's, Jerry says, what are you earning right now? The person says, $100,000. So instead of saying, you're a liar, I, you know, I know you're not earning that much money, Jerry, la- he laughs. He says, oh, come on, buddy. Come on, friend. Yeah, come on. Let's let's be real with each other, right? Could be. Like that. But normally I don't, cha- I don't challenge somebody on their salary. I don't say that they're lying. <laughs> I assume that that's legit. Every single time, 10,000 oh, yeah, times yeah. in a row, I have not challenged somebody on, oh, come on, you're not really making that, you <laughs> lying son of a bitch. Uh, never- it's like ridiculous. Somebody says they make 100, ridiculous. I say, cool. You, you ask him, is that I'm total, like, wow, okay. or is that base, right? Is that total comp, including <laughs> all the benefits, all the stocks, or is yeah. that base? See, yeah. because I start, the, the thing, Animal, is you start broadly, and over your process, you refine it. Now, whether that's in the first call, first and second call, or over the ten calls that you might make, you're always refining, narrowing it down, being more and more specific to where finally... The culmination is the offer, which is everything you've already discussed. Bam. Mm. Yeah, that's 
That sounds a little too subtle for me. Nin, let me ask you the final too question. Subtle. Right. <laughs> Subtlety is not your, your strong point. I'll give you that. Okay. Let, let, let me interject something. I've, I've, Jerry, and you probably have too, I've heard Michael on the phone. <laughs> he's pretty smooth too. Well, it sounds to me like he's against any any bit of smoothness. No, I, he's I don't pretty understand. smooth. Is it just for the ratings? Nin, are you yeah, and, and yeah. Marty making him be this way and so aggressive? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, is that, is that, is that, is that, is that what you guys are looking control. for? No. Uh, Listen, you yeah, know, I, I got, no, no. I, yeah. Before we, we got, I don't want to get Jerry away, dodge this completely. Do candidates lie because everybody says they do, and Jerry says, no, I take whatever they Stop. tell me. Hold it. Stop it. You know what he said? Stop it. <laughs> they do lie, animal. I didn't yeah. say they didn't lie. <laughs> and, in fact, I went on to say a second ago, I start broadly, and then I just kind of keep refining it the whole time, whether it's during that call or several calls. Candidates do lie all it's the like- time. Changing jobs, whether you want to or not, is very traumatic for people. And oftentimes, rather than tell you the truth, they're going to give you a lie that's kind of, well, not to say this. Uh, I forgot a doctor's appointment tomorrow afternoon. I can't go to that interview. That's the lie. (laughs) i got to drive my wife somewhere. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I know Jerry kisses those guys off. He he doesn't practice. I'm going to get my resume, right? Yep. Sure do. Yeah. Okay. Nin, you I'm gonna tell the guy, and I'll just uh, just to not leave you, not to leave your your listener hang, hanging. If somebody says, "I forgot I have to go to a doctor's appointment Thursday," I'm gonna say, "Hey, I got to tell you something." <laughs> In the past twenty, eh. thirty years, nobody that I've worked with has ever been offered the job once we reschedule. Do you want to reschedule this? And they'll say, uh, no. <laughs> or, <laughs> or it might be that they say, hey, um, I really do have a doctor's appointment. And then I'm going to say, well, all I can tell you is, historically, if we have to reschedule <laughs> this, the shot of you getting an offer goes down to practically zero. You want to see if you can reschedule that on that end? I mean, since since when can't we reschedule the other thing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, has okay. that ever occurred to you? So maybe I don't just hang up on the so. guy. I let the guy know that professionally, I have to say you will not get an offer for whatever reason. And I I still don't know the the the, the human scientific reason that once you reschedule. An interview, it doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. So I don't. Hey Jerry, what if it's uh, what if it's your top candidate? Well, it's not my top what candidate. You can't make it to the interview. <laughs> it's not an answer, Jerry. Reality It most certainly is an answer. Yeah. <laughs> he says, "What if it's your top candidate? <laughs> if it's your top candidate?" And I'm saying, the moment he says, "I can't make the interview Thursday," he's not my he top candidate. He was your top candidate. He was your top candidate. But in in whose mind, in whose dreams, in whose false narrative is this guy who doesn't want to interview Thursday my top candidate? If that guy's my top candidate, I don't have a candidate, and I better get back to work. Read the tea leaves, people. (laughs) I love statistics. Nin, Nin, do you have a last question? Do Do you ever have to challenge people for the content of what they're saying? Maybe it's not true. Yes or no? Yes, I assume that it's true, and then I just ask questions. Ask good questions. Ask them, okay, so you worked at Google. Tell me more about that. What challenges have you faced there? How did you overcome them? What did you learn? And you get to the nitty-gritty of their job, and if it doesn't match with their resume and, you know, you look up their socials, it doesn't match, then you ask more questions. By asking questions, you learn what the person's made of. Obviously, okay, that's what if the police... one of the things that, yeah, yeah, but obviously, you know, there's good liars and there's bad liars, right? If it's a good liar 
it passes through my check, then it's probably going to pass through the hiring manager's check. So. Uh-huh. Okay. 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 Nintran from H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L might be Nick Tran in the future. So if you see Nick Tran, yeah. you'll know it's the same guy. <laughs> you'll know it's the same guy. Right. Go do a uh -huh. demo with him. I got I to gotta tell you, they're fun. There's no pressure. Uh, and you'll learn something about higher tool. Thank you, Nin. Thank you, Maureen. Thank you, Jerry. Goodbye. Ah!